The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live here from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. And uh, I'm also the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com for our Muslim friends. I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us on Monday. <clears throat> I do think, before I start... The guys at Red State uh, are not hearing me uh, due to several things <laughs> going on here. Uh, so I've got several things that jumped on. So as I'm coming back in, I just want to welcome you to the show. Also realize that even though I have made adjustments, you guys who are listening by YouTube and maybe Facebook and Twitch and all the others, I do not understand why because I have tested this out last night. It was working fine this morning. But the video portion, the audio level is very low. I do not know what's going on. I'm going to see if I can get in touch with some people because it's been working just fine. Uh, but you should be able to hear it just fine on Red State Talk Radio. Let me get some formalities out of the way and we'll jump right into this. Uh, by the way, for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. That's where you can find us. If you go over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, you will be able to watch the video portion of the show, uh, and hopefully the audio is okay. I We've got some people in chat. Maybe they can let me know if it's low. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Brian, sorry. The noise was going on before due to other windows opening. <laughs> I was like, oh, if anything can go wrong today, it's going to go wrong. So anyway, let me get some formalities out of the way. Check out the video portion of the show on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You can also check out the video feed on my Twitter account at FPPTim, FPPTim on Twitter. Facebook is Bradley Dean SOL, Bradley Dean SOL. Our YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. Okay, great. I'm glad the volume's going through good. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, B Dean Sons of Liberty on YouTube. Beforeitsnews.com, our friend Michael Roach has given us a spot there, and uh, we're there every weekday at 6 a.m. Every weekday at 3 p.m., Bradley comes on, and then he's also on on Saturdays at 3 p.m. for two hours. Uh, so you get in for two hours on Saturdays. And then finally, we're on DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty, D The Sons of Liberty at DLive.TV. Thank you to our friends who are joining us there as well. Um, and then finally, you can catch us on Spreely, Gab, MeWe, Minds, and USA.Life at Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media. Now, <clears throat> we've been covering, obviously, what's going on. Uh, as far as 
mainly dealing with the issue of the tyranny, the lies that we're getting both from uh, the politicians, and yes, that includes our president, Republicans, Democrats, uh, and the lying mainstream media, because they are lying to us. They have not changed their stance on their lies, and they're doing it to push an agenda. Now, I've, I told you, I kind of came at this soft at first, uh, because I do believe there are good people out there who want the whole QAnon thing to be legitimate. You want to see people brought to justice. You want to see the right. But here's the thing. You do not bring justice by bringing in tyranny. Okay? You just don't do it. And you, these are the things that we talk about here. Okay? Uh, you, you just don't bring it in that way. You don't just, the whole thing about the ends justify the means, if that's what you're doing, then you're not, you're, you're engaging in the same playbook as those who act criminally and thereby you are acting criminally. So <clears throat> with that said, we've had an, an enormous amount of information come in, uh, especially out of the UK. Now, the reason it is, is I think things are moving much faster in the UK than they are here in the United States. And part of what we've seen, we've had uh, some reports as to, well, we're, you know, Q is telling everybody, of course, that uh, you're inside for your own safety. And you know what? When, the, when people in government tell you something like we're doing this for your own safety, you better watch out, <laughs> okay? You just better watch out. Now, one of the things that um, I had come to me was uh, Bradley had a guest on the show in the afternoon uh, named Mark Southern, and uh, Mark commented on some things that were going on in the UK. We had Kate on on Friday, and of course she was speaking with how viruses work. Some of the she did mention some of the things that's happening there in the UK, and um, I decided to uh, we, we decided to bring Mark on and uh, see if we can take an hour and talk about some of these things. And I'm going to ask him a few questions, let him tell us kind of what's going on. And uh, so I want to uh, welcome you, Mark Mark Sutherland. To the Sons of Liberty. Tim, uh, delighted to speak with you, and thank you uh, thank you for having me on the show this morning, sir. Yeah, glad to have you. And uh, what we want to do is, some people are going, okay, well, who is Mark Sutherland? <laughs> so <laughs> what I'm going to do is, you're a guy from the UK. You yep. have an English accent. You are mm. across the pond, if it will. Mm. And mm. what I want you to do is just kind of introduce yourself. I know you've made some films. We're going to have those in the archives so people can check those out. And uh, but just introduce a little bit about yourself and, and what you do there, and then we'll get into the subject. Right. Um, I have a teaching background. I worked in uh, further ed, uh, sort of high school age, kids from 11 and also in uh, further ed up, say, till 21. I'm a carpenter by trade. I've worked in the film and television industry on and off, which I still do, which would be nice if uh, we didn't have the shutdown uh, from 1992. I have produced, co-produced, executively produced a number of short films, also uh, co-produced a feature film that's been in a number of cinemas over here in various roles, design films, um, build scenery, do all sorts of things. But over the uh, last um, few years, I have then, uh, like a number of us who are awake, have been part of the 17,410,752 people who voted out of the EU, been involved in that fight, played my small uh, role in that. So uh, in 2015, I loaded up a short film called Between Lambs and Lions, which was my contribution to try and uh, wake up America to what was going on. 
um, leading up to your election in November 2016. I am a Bible-believing Christian. I stand on that, on, on Scripture, and will not move from that, from what the Word says. Um, then, uh, by making Between Lambs and Lions, it's led me to have a lot of incredible friends on your side of the pond. I have been over to America quite a number of times, uh, particularly over the last year. And then I have the, I've had the privilege to speak at uh, three events over there as well. So I then have the incredible privilege to be able to broadcast like this and on a number of different platforms. I've actually met, Bradley and I met uh, personally in Ohio last summer um, at a, uh, a conference that a dear friend of mine, Pastor Mike uh, Spalding, organized uh, called Therefore Go. So, um, yeah, I just have these incredible connections. And what I've talked about is the parallels between what has been going on in regard to fighting the deep state on your side of the pond and also with what's been revealed on this side of the pond. We are, we are connected. And that's what I, that's what I firmly believe. And various things have opened, have opened up where other connections about around the world in regard to how people see what is going on because this isn't just happening in America as you allude to Tim brilliantly that this is this is a worldwide global push so that's that's me in the nutshell I hope that helps yeah no that's great and I appreciate you sharing that with people um, and like I say we're gonna have the the two videos that you sent me we're gonna have those come up in the archive that's very yeah. kind of you. If I can just make a quick comment. Sure. When I produced the Iris Echo, um, I didn't mean it to be as so prophetic as it might have turned <laughs> out to be at the moment. Um, I made it as a, I wanted to produce that as a warning. Um, very interesting when you work with a bunch of other sort of liberal people in a way that don't totally get what maybe they write these things and think it's just a story and far out there and we can all read Animal Farm and all think, isn't this fun? And uh, we watch 1984 and it's just a movie. Uh, no, we're now, uh, we can discuss this as we're beginning to unfold this. Um, we're now living in it. So, um, yeah. Thank you, Tim. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I click buttons on and off. <laughs> I'm pulling up a web page here and stuff. Um, and part of the thing I want to do is, I want people to be able to get into uh, a sense of what's going on there in the UK because what I'm hearing is is things are advancing there, and I say that in a tyrannical means, far more than they have been in the U.S. And a lot of people, you know, we went to we went to church yesterday morning. We actually had it outside. It was a beautiful day. Um, the breeze was blowing. My pastor was continuing uh, his. Two-week series on Psalm 91, which is talking right. about yep. Yep. Hi hiding ourselves, hide, hiding ourselves in um, our God, and um, in Him protecting us even from pestilences and stuff like that. Now, with that said, I'm going to play two short things. I put these out yesterday. Some friends sent these to me. Now, these these are not. I, first, I thought they were out of Britain. Uh, because obviously the, the accents, and I, I understand people can pick up there's differences in there and stuff, but this is actually from um, Australia. And some people may not know, but in Australia, there there's at least two newscasts that people sent me in which they just tell the people what's going on. And I want you to listen to them. They're, they're only about 10 or 15 seconds apiece. Listen carefully to how they announce their tyrannical lockdowns, okay? 
Hang on. All right. Are you listening okay, now? Some of this She's language is about bad. To say okay. It on national TV. But pay attention what they're saying. At seven on seven. The nation's death toll climbs to 14, with more than 1,600 now infected across the state and rising. This is a special edition of 7 News, bringing you the latest on the coronavirus crisis. Here's what's coming up. The new world order, our army, comes marching in, partnering with police. All right, did you hear that? The New World Order. They just said it on the television, <laughs> and they've been producing these things before. Now, there's another one that came out, and I'm, I cut that off simply because the rest of it is just kind of talking about the things, and the lady is obviously upset, and there's some language in there. So here's the, here's the second one, a different broadcast. Listen carefully to what's being said. And also the New World Order that will come into force at 12 p.m. at midnight tonight. New okay, did you get that? Did you get that, Mark? Were you? Able to I am, that? and I'm. I am. Uh, I'm not. I'm not normally lost for words, but the blatantness of it. I mean, that may as well be um, a throwback to George Bush's speech. I think in 1992, we had the chance to, uh, you know, bring about a new world order. It may as well be Kissinger uh, speaking in the background as well. That is unbelievably shocking. But why should we be surprised? in many ways with the events that are being that are now unfolding but the blatantness what is going on tim to me and talking to various people around the pond i want you i want you to hear me i am not i'm no expert in a variety of different things we're just trying to collate information what is actually coming out to me is the blatant in your face now there's no hiding of this this is what we want to bring about this is we now want to inject you, as Bill Gates says, with ID 2020 and all this kind of thing. This is now what we want to push. And people are still having a problem in believing this. I mean, there's always this comment that says evil has to tell you what it's going to do. It has to actually telegraph that in advance and that is what they are doing you and i would stand on we stand and we'll come to this we stand on what the book of revelation says i make no apology for that where we're at with that we'd like this is looks like the beginning of pushing a number of things into into play tim that is i'll tell you what though i'll give them one hand at least they're actually announcing it this is what we're going to yep. do. Where over here, we won't actually say it in that terms. I totally agree. I totally yeah. agree. And here's the thing. Um, let me make mention of that because I know some people will take issue with uh, what you just said there. Uh, and and I and I posted this at a little bit of uh, um, on my Facebook. In yeah. fact, people, if you're friends with me or you want to be friends with me, whatever, I'll accept friend requests on Facebook. You can go there and find me. I'm the one with my wife and the 10 kids sitting out in front of a barn. Um, mm. And part of the issue is is that I put up a, a historical, a grammatical, literary interpretation of Revelation. And I believe, I've told people uh, that I believe that it is uh, writing to the first century church, and it is explaining to them God's judgments upon Jerusalem. But even though we understand it that way, there's many applications, and they followed them throughout history where tyrants have come up, and I, I assume you're, you're referencing Mark of the Beast. Listen to the sermon that's there. Listen to the series of it and see how biblical it is, and then we can extrapolate that out into many times in history, including this one, where they want to push us out of the society, whether it be buying and selling or just completely knock us off. Absolutely, because yep. I couldn't agree I couldn't agree more. Because if we... if I don't sit here as a theologian, 
But if you look at the the flood and the and the and Noah, so the ark, eight human beings come off the ark. All right, the flood, the waters go down, eight eight human beings come off the ark. That then at that time was the most connected humanity was the most connected at that time because there's only eight human beings on the ark. You now go to where we are with all the you know nine billion and all the rest. What do we use to connect ourselves? We use, of course, the internet. What can they use to track us, to control, etc.? Our life, you know, our our phones, etc. The the internet. Our, our looking at how we are accessing our VPNs and all this kind of thing. We have suddenly becoming the most connected again. It means that I can sit in London and I can talk to you, right? I can talk to so many friends across the pond. So that is what is going on, this connectivity and building and building, as other people use this phrase, and so do I then, this control grid. That is exactly what is going on. And the key thing is in scripture, um, and before people send exocet missiles in, the enemy, you know, Satan is not omnipotent. He can't be everywhere at once. So what could he do? You could then build this interconnecting digital medium. And then you have this huge box. Maybe it's in Langley in Maryland, a big black thing. Maybe it's the NSA and all the rest and on which various things that Snowden and all the other people have warned about. And they're collecting this data that, uh, that other whistleblower that came out of that warning about all the data that's being collected. So you then have all this hive mind and all the rest. So that means that the, that Satan can then sit on that. All this information is coming to him. So all the people that are objecting to what is going on, ah, right, I'm now going to go and deal, deal with them. So this, this connectivity, this control, and over here, and this whole psyops, I mean, Tim, in many ways, we need longer than an hour. Um, yeah, I, I agree. How, of how this is unfolding, how the sheep are not questioning. We've seen within yeah. schools the fact that we have pushed out critical thinking. We've pushed out critical thinking. We've pushed out critical thinking within the church. You've now started, I have to finish this. I then spent three and a half hours yesterday with a couple in a local church to me. I will say this, I don't attend a mainstream church, so we can maybe a discussion for another day, but that's particular the way the layout and what's happening. And I do want to address why America is different, why you raise that to where, what we're facing here. So I spent time and I, I said to this uh, lady, I said, so how are other Christian friends reacting? Well, they're, they're very, very fearful and um, they're just watching the news and all that. Right. OK. So what is your church minister said? Well, Romans 13, uh, we have to obey our government. You know, the government, they're, they're there and we have to obey what they say. Well, I nearly sort of exploded on the spot. We haven't got time to unpack Romans 13. But the key thing is, is that. You know, submission, right, doesn't mean that you don't question. You do question, because if it's saying submit to a godly government, if the government is not godly, then we are going to question it. We are also called to pray for our government and our leaders, etc., etc. But we will push back at that. We are then pushed back, and then we will have to take the consequences of pushing back at that. So for argument's sake, you've got a lockdown. You've got a lockdown. So how come uh, there has been a case that, you know, abortion mills still continue to open? Are they being shut down? I think they are. But this is this whole question over here. I 
wanted to look into this issue. So this whole thing of subjugate yourself to the government. Well, we're subjugate. We are answerable to God, not man. And it's very interesting that you talked about Psalm Psalm 91. So what are Christians doing? You know, churches are shut down. Um, and it's rather interesting because if people think that they're, I was just listening to something just before coming on. If people think that their faith is just subjugated to just going to a church building on a Sunday, then I wonder how they're living out their faith for the other six days a week. I agree. That, that building should be the headquarters. And if, if the whole of their faith is bound in that going along there, I'm going to go there and I'm going to say it because over here, one of the big questions that a number of people who should be asking, we've had all this charismatic movement great being part of that we've had all these bless ups within buildings oh that's great isn't that nice but how how has that actually publicly um infiltrated and influenced the united kingdom i would turn around and say diddly squat not a lot because what's happened is is that as christians we've been pushed out of the public square this is deliberate for those of us that are wanting to engage in the public square or even in be working film and tv we have been vilified for that how can you do that? How can you work with these people and all that? And actually, we wanted to get involved to be change makers. What we've now discovered, and especially over the last couple of years, and, and particularly a friend of mine whose career has been completely ruined because of that, because you actually are a Bible-believing Christian, and I won't go into that, but this is true. What we've discovered is the tightening of the screws officially of what's gone on over the last one or two years if you come out with views that do not go along with the whole lgbtq agenda transgender if you are then turning around and saying i'm going to address the issue of islam and jihadism then it's like well we don't want your view viewpoint in the public square we don't want to talk to you we don't want you around so you are a, then a bible believing christian is turning into um, you know, as, as the Bible makes it clear, people will hate you. So that is where we've reached as a society over here. But the church, what is the impact? What has happened at the moment is that the world has gone into the church instead of the church is going into the world. And Amen. suddenly we have an incredible, incredible opportunity, Tim, here. And I, I, you know, in many ways, it's like they've shut a load of churches. Well, what was what was going on in there in the first place it was most probably a complete and utter fat lot of good anyway. We have to say these things. Sure. You know, it's, and some people will say, well, you're being very rude and all that. No, passion. We have to be passionate about this. As Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. And it is about all three, but it's the truth. And we love the truth. We yeah. are seeking the truth. That's why we're trying to find out what's going on. Mark, Sorry, let Mark. me, <clears throat> no, I appreciate, I appreciate your passion. I appreciate what you had to say. Let me, let me throw something in there and then let's, we, we've got, um, we're about at the midway point. And what I want to do is because this right. falls right in line with what you're saying. Okay. And this is out of your country. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and I want to show people this because somebody sent me this. Here's what it says. I, you'll probably recognize this. I solemnly promise and swear to govern the peoples of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the Union of South Africa, Pakistan, and Ceylon. I've never heard of it before. Uh, and of my possessions and the other territories to any of them belonging or pertaining according to their respective laws and customs. I will to my power cause law and justice and mercy to be executed in all my judgments. I will to the utmost of my power maintain the laws of God 
and the true profession of the gospel, I will to the utmost of my power maintain in the United Kingdom the Protestant Reformed religion established by law, and I will maintain and preserve inviolably the settlement of the Church of England and the doctrine, worship, discipline, and government thereof, as by law established in England, and I will preserve unto the bishops and clergy of England and to the churches there committed to their charge all such rights and privileges as by law do or shall appertain to them or any of them the things which I have therefore which I have here before promised I will perform and keep so help me God signed Queen Elizabeth exactly you you know that you know that now <clears throat> that how coronation she? coronation yes. oath sir yeah so so she she has made this oath uh, she has obviously not kept that oath, uh, as we've seen for decades uh, within the UK. And so uh, the things that you're talking about, it, again, this isn't just an issue for um, the UK. It's an issue here in the United States, too. Now, ours is not as elaborate as that, but the states used to have used to be very specific. When you took office, you had to yes. affirm Two things. You had to affirm the, the authority of the scriptures in the Old and New Testament as the Word of God. And you basically had to affirm what is the Trinity. You had to affirm that, that Jesus Christ is God, that he's the Savior of all mankind. That It wasn't an issue of whether you believed in tongues or not, whether you believed in miracles or not for today, whether you you know had a certain eschatology or whatever. Mm. It was a thing that you were a Christian. Now, you could live in the community if you weren't a Christian. It wasn't that. We didn't kick people out for that. <clears throat> but you had to be a Christian in order to be a part of governing the people and representing them. And we have lost all sight of that, too. Now, with that said, I want to push us over into uh, something that I also got. And this was another person's thoughts on these things. <clears throat> and um, I, I just get your comment. I, I don't you know, I can't speak to all this stuff, but it seems to make a lot of sense to me. As to what's going on. So I'm going to show people the, the quote here and read it. It'll take me just about two minutes or so. So just be patient with me. <clears throat> this is what we're up against. Now, this is somebody's comment. The virus came from the stratospheric aerosol injections. We call them chemtrails. And I know people don't believe that, but I can show you the evidence that our Senate in the 1950s knew about it. And now they're, like we said a minute ago, Bill Gates has already come out to Harvard wanting to spray junk in the air anyway. And they're already doing it. And people rejected it for a long time. But you can go outside and you can see it on any clear day, at least for the time it's clear. Uh, yes. <clears throat> you can see it. There's no denying it. So he says, everyone already has it. It is activated through electromagnetic frequency radiation or 5G. And by the way, I reminded people last night in my Facebook Live post that uh, Donald Trump issued this Defense Production Act before, at least twice, once last year and once, I think it was in 2017, and at the time, one of the reasons he did was to produce more electromagnets. Now, that's a fact. That is not my. That is not a theory. That is a fact. This is the mysterious vaping illness from last year. Is what this guy says. They targeted vape users for a cover to their test run. I quit vaping on January fifth of this year. Yay me. That's what he said. Same symptoms. Popcorn lung. Five G can target an individual in a crowd, create flu-like symptoms, or stop that person from absorbing oxygen. Um, and that's at the 60 gigahertz uh, level. <clears throat> the virus can be turned on and off at will in any location, targeted population suppression. 
It is the method of choice for crowd control. It provides a gluttony of fear. It targets paper money. Finish the isolation that social media started. This was something you were talking about before. And I believe a lot of what we've what we've seen can be used for good because, look, as far as I'm concerned, all of this is God's. He is the one. Jesus is the one who's the king on the throne, not Satan. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it should be used for good. But the men have turned their backs on God. And uh, so we're, we're getting the results of that. Then he continues this. The common cold is a coronavirus. They have no cure for the common cold. Now, isn't that interesting? How long has the cold been around? Decades. And yet, no cure for that. But we've got all kinds of vaccines for everything else. So he says, because it mutates into new strains in every patient, COVID-19 mutates into a new strain with every patient as well. The vaccine is a control mechanism, excuse or an excuse to track everyone. And he believes that this is the that there can be trackers in the vaccines, which I know that there, there can be. They're very small now. <clears throat> the virus is real. Now that it has been brought into the consciousness of humanity, 5G can be used to induce symptoms in as many people as needed to reignite panic. As a result, and for all practical purposes, you keep the virus forever and are a spreader forever. 5G activation to present the contagion any way they see fit, anytime, any place. They have the perfect weapon to make society turn on anyone who refuses to get the chip vaccine and exclude that person from everything. You become the problem, not the virus. This time next year, you will need the vaccine in order to leave your house. This is his theory. Uh, 5G will alert authorities to anyone on the street without the vaccine marker. And this is what uh, Bill Gates had with his invisible tattoo. Perfect time to impose biological martial law as well as eliminate dissidents, elderly, infirmed, and impaired no one will be out to see it. I would like to find comfort in Q. However, everyone who is awake is aware of 5G dangers, and Q has never mentioned it. I would say somebody brought it up yesterday from a Q post. I did watch something from that, and they tried to decipher that. And then he says, not even any of the books you can link to through this trip codes addresses it, and they talk about almost every other conspiracy I've ever heard of. Everything is a distraction from the dangers of 5G until it is fully deployed, at which time... It will be too late, and he encourages people to pray and to love one another. I think those are good words at the end. Now, this is one guy's opinion, and we've talked about it from the foods we eat, the stuff they're putting in our bodies, or that we're putting in our bodies that they're giving to us to eat. We're talking about the heavy metals that we take in. Kate brought up some of this, the toxins that we're bringing in, the chemtrails that are being sprayed, and then the activation that happens when you have this, um, for lack of a better term, radiation Mm. These electrical things that are going on from mm. whether they're radio, television, 5G, 3G, 4G, and now Donald Trump is calling for 6G. Um, what do you make of some of this uh, as far as what this this guy uh, who posted these things, what do you make of what he has to say? First, first of all, I want to give Katie a shout out and I look forward to talking to her and, and very grateful for her posting something on her F- uh, Facebook page in regard to a downgrade of this coronavirus being highly infectious over here. I need to, I want to go there as well. And also with her, her interview with Mark Steele, uh, this, uh, weapons expert. Um, well, what do I make of that? Well, I make of this, I am now trying to, I'm going to be trying to reach out to Arthur Furstenberg, who's written a book in regard to the effects, the invisible effects of electricity, who raises now, some people are turning around and going, well, this isn't quite true. This has been refuted. But we have to look at this. Who raises the issue of 
pandemics happening every time there's some kind of electrical rollout, e.g. like the Spanish flu and the fact that telegraphy aerials were then rolled out on American military bases and the and floating the idea that the that the flu started on American military bases, right? The fact is, is that we have to look at this. We have to look at this. That I believe there is a correlation, but I'm not speaking as a scientist. I'm not speaking as a doctor. I'm not speaking as a uh, a virus expert and all the rest. I'm speaking as someone who wants who wants to get to the bottom of this and the truth. Who sees this as one big? This is a massive psyops. Wuhan, then my own my own understanding of this. Wuhan is a city that is a major major 5G, maybe the biggest 5G city. Turns it on, and suddenly we've seen pictures of as we know in this discussion that 5G then simulates few um, the few flu-type symptoms, and all these people are then falling over. What is all that going on? The problem is we also, Tim, we have massive cognitive dissidence because people go, well, the government wouldn't do that. The government would do that. Well, let's, you know, look at um, look at uh, what happened at the Twin Towers. Let's not go there right now. No time. But the government wouldn't do that. The government then wouldn't have false flags. The government wouldn't uh, wipe out JFK. The government would, and the government has, and the government is going there. And uh, we have to we have to look at that. I agree. I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. But I need to also keep looking at the get to the bottom of the science. And, and Mark Steele, this weapons guy, flipping it, it's fantastic what he has been saying and his experience. And I'd love to be able to to talk to him. You see, we've got that going on. Mark. We are not saying that is there isn't a virus. We are not saying that people aren't dying. But as Mark Steele has raised, if you then reduce and zero in in regard to radiation on human beings, you are then able to take them out if you are then affecting oxygen cells, affecting them in regard to breathing. So this whole thing of the Hertz, he has said that uh, that um, 5G is in fact a weapon. It uses subhertz. It uses what the military would be then using i need to look more more into that to find out in regard to the whole psyops let's just say this um on a fantastic youtuber this morning i've just posted it on my facebook page uh mr reagan who is fantastic he raises the fact that in italy they are fiddling we have to say this so we're going to have a load of exercises load of criticism mark we're going against the sheeple and and what the mainstream media are putting out but according in Italy, there were 8,165 deaths because of the coronavirus. What this, the presenter was saying was that how Italy is then recording its deaths. So what they are then saying is, is people have been tested positive with the coronavirus. Oh, then that is what they've died of, even though they've had cancer. And that is actually what they've died of. But they have decided to put that on the death certificate a professor over there i can't think of his name has come out and said we've got the figures wrong we've got the figures wrong in fact um the figures there's only 12 percent of people dying now my maths isn't brilliant but if we take we'll have to check this if we take a figure of 8165 and then we say that there's only 12 percent of that are dying from the coronavirus it then comes down to 980 right so again you're spreading fear and panic 
But look, we then have to look at the correlation, if there is, of 5G there. We then have to look at the correlation of an aging population. We then have to look at the correlation of pollution. We then have to look at all of those factors. Have they had a flu? The fact that, as Mark Steele raised in a live, uh, live FB thing he did yesterday, which was excellent, he said it attacks, and also Katie, I know, has been talking about this, I'm sure, cat attacks our immunity system in regard to how we have vaccines and all the rest. That is what is going on. Now, we have to really get boots on the ground. We have to discover, are people flooding our hospitals? I'm, I need to talk to two friends of mine in, in New York who went out to do some investigation today, um, yesterday. So we need to get around this. So answering it simply, Tim, yes, I am fully open to this. Arthur Fernstenberg book investigation has been going all through this. There's people that are way ahead of the curve. In, in regard to this, you are right, because if you want to create a psyops and put everyone in their homes now, let's jump to we have to jump to Davos. We have to jump to Davos 2020. I would ur urge people to seek an interview out and I would need to send it to you, Tim, between L.A. Marzuli, who's a personal friend of mine. And he interviewed, not his last video, the video before he interviewed a lady called Celeste, who was a FEMA um, inside a whistleblower and a committed Christian came out of that. Now she raises, she go points to Davos and a website there in how the new world order have got all of this laid out. And there's a massive thing in re in regard to 5G. Now beta test or not, is this the beginning? Because the big thing that you quite raisely raise is that any push for tyranny means that these people are not going to give it up easily. And I want to say this to you. The difference is this. In 1787, in September, your constitution was written. Your constitution is the piece of paper, the document, what it stands for, the pursuit of life, liberty and happiness. But your constitution is in the way of the totalitarian ut utopian dream. That is why you have been under attack so much. That is why I'm very passionate about your nation. The key is this. If America goes down, the whole of Western civilization goes down. Now, I understand what you're saying about Q, and I, I feel that. I would love it to be real. I'd love it to have loads of people arrested and things have a reset. Are we going to have an economic reset nationally, globally? I would love that. There is some of that is to be questionable and we wait and see. But what I do know is what the Bible says and how we need to prepare. And if we're not right with God, then flip and get right with God now. And if you don't know Jesus, sort that out. And if you want to know, if you want any help in any from from us in, in that regard, then contact Tim, contact me. That's our priority. That's our priority right now. They're coming back to this. In regard to a new world order, God, you know, Hosea 4, 4 verse 6 says, you know, my people are destroyed through lack of knowledge. And Tim, you are bringing knowledge. We are trying to bring knowledge. Kate is bringing knowledge. Mark Steele is bringing knowledge. Arthur Furstenberg is bringing knowledge. Yeah, and Mark, sadly, that knowledge is Mark, not in churches. Mark, hang on just a second. This is one of the things I want to show. And I'm just going to bring this in the mix just so people get. What's going on when I talk about it being a Trojan horse, when I talk about pay attention to what those – and look, as far as I can see, uh, Donald Trump is somehow 
affiliated with this Q stuff, all right? But I want you to pay attention. I made this meme last night, and I forgot to add a uh, another part of the parentheses, but, so forgive me for that. That's my error. But I want people to hear what, what I wrote here. At my State of the Union address, I said America will never be a socialist country. Less than two months later, I redistributed two trillion dollars, really a total of 6.5 trillion counting 4.5 trillion in lending power for the Federal Reserve and unconstitutionally authorized the Treasury to purchase securities. Who did that? Donald Trump. Now, I try to get people to see this. Look, I can't see what's in the guy's heart, but the Bible tells us that out of the out of the mouth the heart or out of the heart the mouth speaks. And that we're to judge what what people do. Um, Those are righteous judgments, and we judge them by the standard of Scripture, not by our own standards, but by the standards of Scripture. And uh, this continues on. People would have had a cow if the usurper, Barack Hussein Obama Satora Sabarka, would have redistributed the wealth to the tune of $2 trillion plus the $4.5 trillion, and government engaging in what is, by definition, communism buying up securities. Okay, they would have had a cow, but because the guy wears an R on his jersey, and he tells them what they want to hear, they buy right into it, and this then leads to the issue, of Mark, as far as I'm concerned, of why they buy the lies concerning the encroaching tyranny. They they play the game in D.C. as the WWE to say, oh, what's the Democrats making this political? Really? Why is there a coronavirus task force that comes out and talks to you every day? And they make it political. They tell you not to do the very thing that they're doing in that press room, surrounded by 75, 100 people. They're telling you, you don't do that. You're not supposed to do it. They do it every day. The government continues on just like what you said. We're continuing to murder babies in this country. Mm -hmm. And this guy has funded the largest funding that Planned Parenthood has ever had last fiscal year which resulted in the largest number of the murder of Americans. You know, I want to say babies, but I want people to get it. The murder of Americans, more than three quarter, excuse me, one third of a million Americans were murdered under this administration with your money, people, unconstitutionally, last fiscal year. And what I'm trying to get people to see is when you said, I don't think government would do this, they're already doing it. They're already mm-hmm. sanctioning the murder of the most innocent among us, they're doing it now. They've been doing it for decades. What makes it? What makes you think you're more valuable than those guys? Well, absolutely. So over here, as, as Katie raised, as she she put on her uh, FB page, which you raised to me, the fact that uh, our government had put on there on March the nineteenth that they had down downgraded this disease in commas from highly contagious. Right. And then we find out that they're basing the whole of their model on on the Imperial College. We see that Neil Ferguson there had downgraded quarter of a million potential deaths down to 20,000. Okay, then we have the criticism of the UK from the WHO, the World Health Organization. Let's just say this run. But I've forgotten his name, but he is a total Marxist, part of the Tigray party in Ethiopia, which was on put on the terrorist hit list in America in 1990. We are not making any of this up. Now we have, as, as the president stood there, right, and Fauci was standing up there, the little, the glasses with the little weasel standing up there, a, a private, you know, he's been in the public sector all his life, 
this advisor in regard to the CDC and viruses and all the rest, who's now in a New England medical journal turned around and said, actually, uh, this epidemic um, is going to be no more worse than maybe a high flu. The other woman, Burks, Burks, I think her name is there, and um, he actually mentored her, I believe. So in other words, we have to find out this information. I hear you, Tim, extremely, extremely loudly. Can I throw in something else here? Please do. That you then please educate me here. Suddenly, I mean, we all know that the Federal Reserve is a private bank. Over here, we seem to have a problem with that when I discuss that with bankers and a few other people. So in 1913, you create, you know, the Federal Reserve comes about. There have been two other attempts, I believe, to create a central bank in your nation. So suddenly there is this whole thing of personal income tax. Suddenly you move from raising uh, people making money, philanthropy, giving money away. You'll then have got tariff. You raise money through tariffs by tra trading goods over state lines. Um, and then suddenly the Federal Reserve comes about. There is no doubt about it. The Great Depression, they had a massive, a massive input into that. We then go forward to 2008, nine. We have our, you know, Gordon Brown going, I have to save the banks and all this and what the central banks and Federal Reserve are up to. Now, has the president then combined suddenly the Federal Reserve interest rate is now at zero? Is it? I believe has he combined the Federal Reserve with the Treasury. Now, this is really interesting to yes. me because I'm turning around and going, well, hold on a minute. Why would you combine the Federal Reserve, which is supposed to be, according to them, a public governmental body? Actually, hold, 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 let, hold on. Let me let me correct you on that. They're not a oh. public government. They are a private. No, they're not. Bank. They're a private bank. They, that's that's what this, I'm this is. Yes, this is deceptive because people say, Precisely. oh, it says federal. And yeah. uh, we, we I, had – if people missed the interview – look, uh, I pre-recorded an interview. We played it yesterday with Alex Newman, and he talked about this. He says the Federal Reserve is neither federal. It's never part of the government, and it doesn't have any reserves. They just absolutely. print money. That's what they do. And then they charge really? the people interest uh, because – our representatives will not abide by the limits of the Constitution to only spend money on constitutional things. And yes. so when I bring this up, I hear people, they say, oh, Donald Trump's trying to turn this around. He's trying to turn it Okay, quit signing unconstitutional spending bills like this $2 trillion stimulus and start going after these governors who are imposing things that shouldn't be imposed. It is tyranny. It is a, it is a violation of the very Absol things that Absolutely. both of them – uh, yeah. Trump and the governors swore that they would uphold. They they swore they would uphold your rights. They are not the law to sit there and tell you you have to stay in your house. They're not. Absolutely, it's, in, it's brilliant you had Alex on. Alex is actually a personal friend of mine. So yeah, he's fantastic. he's a great guy. He really is. He's, uh, Alex is Alex is superb. Right. I mean, I I would sort of phoned him up saying, can you look at these figures in the fact that the the UK has said this is not highly contentious. The reason why. It's the reason why I am mentioning that is suddenly, what do you, what, what can you do? You can then turn around and go, well, the Federal Reserve is a private bank. Uh, all these debts basically are down to the Federal Reserve. They're just giving us interest. Why don't you just hand all the debt to the Federal Reserve, press the reset button and walk away, right? Could that be about to happen? I don't know, but I hear you very, very, very loudly. We over here, right? Um, it was announced, I'd heard this before, but the way money is being spent or in this whole ruse to me, I'm not saying that there isn't a problem. There is a problem. I'm not saying that people aren't dying. They are. We're trying to get to the bottom of why are they dying? Where over here, anecdotally, I've heard again, 
someone um someone has died and the birth certificate has been changed to say that is corona coronavirus even though that they have actually died of cancer or something else we're yep. now having that within the uk we need to follow that up i know we're waiting to hear more news in america in regard to that happening uh, and, and another well, it, and, and another sort and another source but i was just gonna i was just gonna say that our government is about to spend 5.8 million pounds of sending a letter to every single person in this in this country warning them about the coronavirus and saying <laughs> this is going to go on for a lot longer after Doom they downgraded it after they downgraded it and well, yeah they down they da- after they downgraded yeah, it and the then and March, then they rolled tyranny out yes and, and then you i've gotten pictures i've had them for weeks i've had um uh well okay Good luck with that, Brenda. I hope in God, not Q. Um, the, the, the thing is, is this. They downgraded it there. Yet, yeah. and that was what? On the 19th, I believe, um, because I made mention of that. And yeah. yet, here we are. We're coming up on April Fool's Day. Now, don't think they won't play that. Don't think they won't play that. But we're coming up on April Fool's Day. We're told, now Donald Trump says, oh, I, you know, I hope we can get the economy rolling back by April the 10th. Well, here's my question. Since we're buying all these ventilators, since we're sending in the army into New York and we're unconstitutionally taking over hotels and arenas and stadiums and all yeah. this stuff to set up all this stuff, yeah. which nobody's going to, okay? Nobody's going to those places. Uh, basic martial law, for lack of a better term, is being imposed, only the people are so scared that they'll self-quarantine. Um, of course, we had some people, obviously, they were out at the beach in California just saying, you know, Newsom, you know, I, I guess for lack of a better term, they're they're throwing the finger or whatever. And, yeah. you know, good for them. Good for them. You're outside. It isn't like you're going to be passing. Any, and, of course, Kate demonstrated the issue about viruses anyway and mm. whether we share share them or not. But here's the thing. We're coming up against the show here, uh, Mark. And one of the things is I don't want to leave people without any hope. You know, Brenda came on and she said, I'm done. It's good. It's for your own good. Tyranny is good. It's for your own good, Brenda. Our forefathers would have laughed at that. So would have everybody who believed in the Bible. She says, I hope with Q. I hope with Q. Okay, well, you know what? I can hope that whatever's going on there is right. But my hope isn't in Q because I've seen too many things where tyranny is masked in Q and they tell me it's for my own good. I don't know any better. I've got cognitive dissonance. I'm, I, I would never choose these things for myself. For those people who need some hope in the midst of this, I'm going to give it to you. You ready? Listen. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You want some hope? You want some peace? Then you dwell in the secret place of the Most High. If you think you're getting hope and peace by following Q, by following a man, by following uh, the 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 things that we've talked about in your government that is corrupt as as corrupt can be, you will not find either one of them. And the Bible tells us, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the, uh, snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid of, for the terror by night, nor for the error that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence 
that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Mark, you got about three minutes, man. 2 Chronicles 7, verse 13, before verse 14, mentions if I'm going to hold back the rain, if I am going to, uh, you know, pestilence, it mentions locusts. And, of course, we then go to 14, if my people humble, humble themselves and call upon my name, then I will heal their land. We have to remember that all of this is in God's hands and these are and these are real. And you're absolutely right. We have an incredible opportunity right now. There are people out there that do not know Jesus. That's our priority. There are people out there questioning and we have to have an answer because that is the only answer. Yes. Cue all of that. I want that to be real. Will arrests happen? Will 150,000 indictments open? We wait and see but the bible what you've just read out tim absolutely bang on is absolutely right our hope is in is in god god is on the throne and i'll tell you what while we are in isolation uh inverted commas let seek him let's make sure that we are right with him this isn't a case of i've got my bus ticket i'm going to be raptured out of here We have got a huge responsibility at the time and we've got an incredible opportunity and we need to take that. I totally agree, Mark, and I appreciate you joining me this morning. Uh, One of the things I'll end with is this. You talked about the rapture issue. Um, Look, folks, I'm not going to get into the eschatology. i got a minute. There's no way I can do that. But I can tell you this. Too many Christians in America are trying to play pin the tail on the Antichrist, and the Antichrist has been here uh, since the first century. John says they are those who deny that Jesus came in the flesh. You want to know who an Antichrist is? Pick out your your any other religion other than Christianity uh, that denies that Jesus came in the flesh, that God came in the flesh, and that he came to save sinners. And guess what? You're one of them. I'm one of them. He came to save sinners just like you and me. And uh, the point that we have in all of this is not to create a situation of fear. Jesus and the Bible have, have told us several times, I mean, just don't fear. But what's the basis for that? Well, are you hiding yourself in the secret place of the Most High? Are you still doing your own thing? Are you still violating His law? The message to you is the same message it is to me, same message it is to Mark, same message it is to anybody. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent. For Jesus said it, John the Baptist said it, the prophet said it, Peter said it, the apostles said it, and all of them said it. And uh, music came up there. Sorry about that. Anyway, the message is to repent. That's the message of hope. Put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. 23 hours, we'll be back with you. Till then, see ya.